0: Hey, Survivors, you're listening to the Survival Brothers Podcast, We're two brothers trying to help each other prepare for an uncertain future. Thanks for joining us. Hello, welcome to episode 41 of the Survival Brothers Podcast. I'm Blair, I'll be your host this evening. Unfortunately, my little brother Ethan couldn't be with us tonight. Um, he's got a lot of work on his plate right now. In case you didn't know, Ethan repairs uh, dents and vehicles for a living. He owns his own small business doing that. And uh, whenever there's a hailstorm of epic proportions, Ethan just gets a whole lot of work thrown his way. And so he's uh, too busy to be with us tonight, but I'm glad he's got the work, you know, in, in times like these. Um, Today... Honestly, probably not going to be the greatest episode because Ethan's not here. It's always better when he's here. Um, So you'll have to deal with my low energy hosting. And uh, we'll try and learn some stuff. We'll try and uh, have some fun. I thought we would kind of um, do kind of a little bit of a thought experiment um, when it comes to guns and ammo and stuff like that. Uh, Not necessarily something that, you have to follow or something that you have to implement in your prepping, but just kind of an in- interesting, uh, experiment or thought experiment in radical simplicity. So, um, just to let you know how my week is going, it has been hot and smoky here in Utah. We are, um, just getting the skies filled up with smoke from fires in California and Nevada and a few around the state in Utah as well. Um, which makes for some interesting sunsets and, um, just interesting skies in general, but it's been cool. Um, kind of makes you realize that fires kind of a huge disaster for some people, um, can cause a lot of problems. So it's a good thing to prepare for. All right. Um, so the impetus for this episode came last week, um, I was doing a lot of organizing and inventorying my gear and especially my ammo. Um, I own probably too many guns as many Americans do. Um, And there's nothing wrong with that, but sometimes having more stuff doesn't necessarily make you more prepared. um, Doesn't necessarily uh, bring you joy i don't know if you've heard of uh this lady marie Condi. i think i'm saying her name right um she's made a name for herself helping people basically throw stuff away and get rid of stuff Uh, she says uh you know if it doesn't bring you joy get rid of it um anyway as as preppers you know we like firearms and and i like firearms and so i was going through my ammo and realized, you know, I've got several different calibers of ammo I've got to keep track of and uh, keep organized. And then not only do I have several calibers, but within each caliber, you've got uh, defensive ammo, practice ammo, there's hunting ammo, different bullet weights, stuff like that. And so it just can get a little bit overwhelming. Like, and I was sitting there, you know, organizing my ammo, um into different ammo cans and uh sealing them up putting a, um desiccant silica gel in there and, and making sure that their moisture doesn't get to the ammo just um you know keeping everything topped off and, and organized i was getting overwhelmed and i was thinking man i it would be nice if i could just simplify this into just like one or two calibers and then of course because i'm me i i tend to take things to the extreme um especially when i'm just kind of thinking stuff through in my head and so i got to thinking man what if i could just you know simplify this into just one caliber just one caliber caliber for all my defensive and hunting and survival needs like wouldn't that be cool you know i i could um just you know, simplify my life right now. Now I'm not necessarily recommending that everyone do that, and I'm certainly not going to do that myself. But I think if I had to, I think I'd be fine. You know, I think there's there's people out there that might actually um, have good reason to do that. And um, I was just thinking through, what if I lived in a, a tiny apartment? You know, in a big city, which I have done before. The times when I've lived in small apartments, I've usually kept a lot of my prepping supplies off-site, like at a a storage facility or um, a family member's house, stuff like that. But there's a good case to be made if you live in a small apartment, you wouldn't want to have a lot of ammo um, cluttering up the place, and just keeping it simple, just keeping one caliber might really make your life easier. Um, and then there's, you know, there's people that live in RVs. I'm seeing this more and more all the time. As I go for walks throughout the city, you see, uh, people with their RVs parked either in a family member's driveway or on the street or, you know, different, um, vacant lots and back alleys and stuff. Um, If I lived in an RV like that, I wouldn't want to, I would want to use that space efficiently, you know, same thing if I lived on a boat, you know, stuff like that. And then, um, there's also just people who just don't really see guns as like a hobby or don't have that much of an interest in it. And they just want to, um, have what they need for defense. And then they don't necessarily want to think about it all the time. And so in that uh, use case, I can definitely see if guns are not your thing. uh, Maybe you just want to get a handgun and a rifle in the same caliber, and then you just don't have to think about the ammo as much. Um, So obviously, even if I just had one caliber, I would still want to have a handgun for concealed carry. And um, I would also want a rifle for home defense, hunting, long-term survival considerations, stuff like that. So for me, my bare minimum um, would be to have at least a handgun and uh, a rifle. That's what would make me feel uh, comfortable, I guess, in my prepping. So if I was to do that, or if you are thinking about this, um, here are some ideas for you, I guess. Let's see here. In order to simplify your logistics, uh, simplify packing for trips and stuff like that, you might want to consider just just keeping one caliber on hand. But what caliber would you want to use? I think let's start off with like the smallest caliber, 22 long rifle, and uh, make the case for that. So for a twenty-two long rifle, the biggest advantage of that, as we talked about a few episodes ago in our our episode on 22s, is that you can get a lot of ammo at a cheap price, and it doesn't take up a lot of space. So this would be really awesome for someone in this type of situation. Um, you could actually store quite a bit of ammo. You wouldn't have to worry about running out. Um, you could do it relatively cheaply and i think twenty two can be an effective cartridge um, for defense and for for hunting small and medium game game excuse me i'm gonna, I'm gonna have another drink of my uh, whiskey real quick wet my whistle my voice is getting dry so twenty two long rifle if you remember if you listen to our episode if you a few uh, weeks ago, I talked about twenty twos, and I said that I would not feel comfortable with a twenty two handgun as my only defensive handgun. I've been starting to rethink that lately. Um, true, it's not as powerful um, as other handgun rounds, but it will penetrate, uh, which is the most important thing when it comes to to um, you know a handgun defensive handgun rounds and ballistics. You want it to penetrate um and i think probably one of the biggest advantages or not advantages but uh the biggest uh what am i trying to say i apologize um the biggest thing that it has going for it in order to uh balance out like the the weak power of the round is that You can practice a lot more because you have such cheap ammo um and then the recoil of the gun is very very little so you can shoot fast and accurately um without with really without too much practice um i was watching a guy on youtube his channel's called uh uh, let's see uh, demonstrated concepts sorry yeah youtube channels demonstrated concepts and one of his main handguns that he uses for defense is a uh, 22 long rifle revolver from Ruger, a Ruger LCR in22. And, and just watching this guy shoot that little revolver, he can shoot it plenty fast, plenty accurate. Um, the gun is small and easy to conceal. You could conceal it um, you know in your waistband in the pocket. Just most people should have no problem concealing a small small revolver like that so i think that's a big plus being able to shoot fast and accurate and i'm starting to come around on that i think if i if i had to um defend myself with a 22 i I think it could be done when you have a little revolver like that you get eight shots um as opposed to like a 38 revolver you only get five so having eight shots on tap there's you're less likely to have to to reload which is good and you're, you're just going to be able to to practice a lot more and that practice is what really counts that's what's going to help you make hits accurately so and then of course you're uh you also have a large selection of 22 rifles and with that rifle length barrel you get a lot more um velocity and the 22, I think, becomes a viable defense round even more uh, from a rifle. And then, of course, with a rifle, you've got a pretty good um, small-game hunting weapon. Um, You've got just a really packable weapon in some cases. You you can get a takedown rifle. Um, So that's a really, really interesting choice. I'm used to... You know, having like a, a battle rifle or a, an, a, a semi-automatic in like two, two, three or five, five, six as my main home defense weapon. And um, moving down to a 22 would be it would be a little bit uh, concerning, I guess, but I think you could do it. I think it would work if that was your, your choice. So let's go to the next caliber I want to talk about, which is 22 magnum. 22 Magnum, you get a lot of the same benefits of the 22, except the ammo is not quite as cheap. It's not expensive, um, but it is um, probably almost as expensive as 9mm. Um, but you get the benefits of it's still relatively compact. It uh, is a lot more powerful than 22 long rifle. And so I think it's an interesting consideration. One of the cool things is you can. Um, get it in some of the same guns that you would get a .22 long rifle in. So, for example, the Ruger LCR also comes in .22 Magnum, a little six-shot revolver, um, and then the ballistics on that are are pretty decent. So, the the downside, I think, of of .22 Magnum is the rifles you get you get less variety and there's not a whole lot of semi-automatic rifles in 22 Magnum. I was looking for some, and uh, it seems like a lot of them have been discontinued or they were just never popular for some reason. Maybe they weren't reliable or I don't know. Maybe, they're just, maybe there just wasn't a lot of demand for them. So if you were to have a 22 Magnum as your only rifle, it would probably end up being uh, like a bolt action. Um which would be a little bit slower for follow-up shots in a defensive situation. So that might make me a little bit nervous, um, not being able to to shoot, um, you know, a controlled pair, two fast shots at the enemy, um, not being able to, you know, handle multiple assailants if possible, um, but you also get the advantage of more power. So everything in life is about trade-offs, and, and that kind of illustrates that between the .22 Magnum and 22 Long Rifle. The next caliber I want to talk about is probably the one that most people would pick if they were going to do this, and that's 9mm. Um, 9mm is, of course, the most popular handgun round, as far as I know. You can get all kinds of different pistols in it. You can get um, compact single stack, uh, semi-automatics. You can get it in a revolver with uh, using moon clips. You can get you know a full-size service pistol or combat or police pistol. Um, so 9 millimeter just gives you a lot of options in handguns. and uh, it is uh, a round that's plenty powerful enough to do the job. Um, with modern bullets, they expand nicely and they penetrate. So nine millimeters a good round for that. And then uh, for your rifle or your carbine, you know lately there's been just an explosion of guns coming on the market chambered in nine millimeter that are either rifles, carbines, or um, kind of the new classification of braced pistols where it's a, it's a, a large pistol with a, a brace instead of a stock. And um, I can't remember if we've talked about that before. I will maybe go into it in a different episode, but suffice it to say, there's there's lots of, of long guns out there that uh, shoot nine millimeter and would be pretty good defensive choices. I mean, a, a rifle caliber is always going to be better. Two two three or five five six is always going to be better than nine millimeter. But um, you have. You have the option of 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 doing it nine millimeter, and I guess one other advantage would be over the over the two two three is you can um, get a silencer if you want and shoot subsonic ammo, which um, I think is a lot more plentiful than like subsonic two two three. I mean, it seems to me subsonic two two three kind of uh, defeats the purpose of of having a rifle caliber, you know, because the velocity has dropped off so much that you're just not even getting the benefits of of shooting a rifle caliber. So if you were going to go the silencer route, you know, nine millimeter would be a pretty good choice. All right, um, last caliber we're going to talk about is actually actually two calibers, but they kind of go together. I'm talking about uh, 357 Magnum and 38 Special. If you buy a firearm chambered in 357 Magnum, it will be able to fire 38 Special and not the other way around. So, if I were going to do this, um I would probably buy a revolver in 357 and a Marlin lever action rifle in 357. And then I could uh buy cheaper 38 special ammo for practice, uh, 38 special ammo for defensive use in the pistol, and then a couple boxes of, of 357 for use in the rifle. And 357 is a pretty powerful round. It's, it's still not as powerful as some of the rifle rounds, but it's getting up there, especially out of a longer barrel. You're getting a lot more velocity. Uh, you're getting... Um, really consistent expansion and uh it's a good round i think it there's no reason you couldn't hunt medium-sized game like a deer uh there's no reason you couldn't use it to defend your life and then with a lever action rifle you can you can actually make follow-up shots pretty quickly Uh, you fire and then you you know work that lever back and forth and it ends up being pretty fast before follow-up shots so I would feel totally comfortable with those two guns as my only um, firearms, you know. So, um, what else is there to say about 38 and 357? Um, not much, I guess. I, I'm a big fan of revolvers, so I like I like to carry a revolver and with uh, loaded with 38s, and it's usually either in my pocket or in a waistband. Um, it's uh, it's easy to carry comfortable, easy to conceal Uh, revolvers, small revolvers like that are just way easier to conceal than semi-automatic pistols, Um, just the form factor Uh, they are kind of shorter on the back end I guess it's hard to explain but they uh, they just don't print as much um, and they're easy to grab Um, another advantage of the revolver i think is you're a lot less likely to have a limp wrist malfunction a limp wrist malfunction is when you you grab a pistol and you don't get a a very good grip on it Uh, you don't get a nice high grip and as you shoot shoot the weapon the slide comes back but it's not able to Go back all the way because the gun is is kind of rotating in your hand because you don't have a very good grip on it. That's something that's never going to be a problem with a revolver. So, I think the revolver has some some benefits to it, and uh, I feel comfortable shooting that. And um, anyway, that's my that's my little thought experiment for having one caliber. Um, it's not something that I see doing in the future. I mean, I like, I like having guns of different calibers. I like having, you know, a 22 for, for hunting small game and then my larger caliber weapons as well. Um, but I, I can see that not everyone has the same, uh, situation or same desires that I have, you know, some people, uh, you know, they just want to have something that's adequate for defense and, and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. I think, um, if you want to simplify your life, if you're just getting into firearms and you don't want to, to uh, bust your budget, you know, buying a bunch of different expensive rifles and handguns, um, there's absolutely nothing wrong with just sticking to one of these combos that I've, I've talked about during this podcast. Um, and if that makes you more able to get other areas of your prepping squared away, like food, energy water filtration or purification, um, your garden, your uh, bug-out bag, bug-out vehicle, all this type of stuff you need to do that's just as important as as having, you know, the best gun or whatever. Um, we tend to focus probably too much on guns. Um, and so, yes, this is another podcast about guns, but hopefully it's it's giving you some food for thought. And um, you know, even if you decide, uh, this is something like a, a direction you want to go in, you know you could you could also add something later, just like a, a 22 is something that I would add if I was going with one of these other calibers. Um, like I said, it doesn't take up a lot of space, so it's not like you're uh, adding too much space. Um, if there's something I missed in this, go ahead and drop me a line drop us a line. We're on all the major social media platforms um, on Instagram at survival brothers podcast and on Twitter it's serve bros pod S U R V B R O S P O D. Also check us out on Patreon uh, survival brothers podcast forward slash patreon.com. No, sorry, patreon.com forward slash survival brothers podcast. You will find extra content there stuff that we find useful stuff that we want to pass along that doesn't make it into the podcast. And you can have access to all that for just $3 a month, which is 75 cents an episode. Um, hopefully we, we provide you with at least 75 cents, uh, of value per episode or else we are really failing. And so if you could do that, um, we'd appreciate it. And if not, that's okay too. get yourself squared away. Um, make yourself a asset to your community and your family and your friends, um, by, by getting yourself prepared. Um, let's go to the prepper product of the week before I let you go. This week I'm thinking about fire a lot. So the prepper product of the week is a fire extinguisher, nothing fancy. I don't have a specific, uh, brand or type to recommend because I've never actually used a fire extinguisher to put out a fire. Uh, but do some research, go on Amazon or wherever. Um, probably the dry chemical fire extinguishers are are what most people have, uh, for home use, they'll say like ABC and they're good for, um, like, you know, paper, wood, uh, burning stuff. That's not like chemical fires basically. Um, and they're not too expensive and it's, you know, a small price to pay to, to, have something that can help, you know, protect your home in case you, you should start a fire. You know, it's, it's probably just as likely to have to use a fire extinguisher, um, as to use a gun in your life. So, um, I would make sure you get a fire extinguisher for your preps. All right. And... Before I let you go again, let's do a, uh, Liberty quote. This one is from, uh, Friedrich Nietzsche. He was a man with a very large mustache among other things. He says the most spiritual men as the strongest find their happiness where others would find their destruction in the labyrinth in hardness against themselves and others in experiments, their joy is self-conquest. Difficult tasks are a privilege to them to play with the burdens that crush others, a recreation. Take that, uh, take from that what you will, and I appreciate you listening. Take nothing for granted.